Well, it's been a little while. You got the jitters? It's been, Never. It's been a little Never. while. It's been a little Never. while. It's a little, little bit of butterflies going. A little bit of jitters. Here we no. go. We're on air. People are, are listening. There's everybody watching. I'm all nervous. The only, the only jitters I have is what questions you might ask. And then David says, come on, Tim. You're not that important. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. <clears throat> In three, two, one. Welcome back, everybody, to the Energy for Sales podcast, where we believe if you're not having fun in sales, you may be doing something wrong. David? That's right, Tim. You know it all too well, and everyone who was at the summit knows it in addition to that. If you're not having fun at everything, you're doing something wrong. Sales in particular, your careers, your profession, your family, your Mm. friends. So, hey, welcome back. Man. Been a good, good, uh, good time coaching this morning. A lot of good conversation, and I think we we kind of landed on something that uh, we want to share with everybody. Called, uh, oh yeah, wait, Jocko came up with this one: extreme ownership. Yeah, great book. If you haven't read the book Extreme Ownership, you need to. Um, Tim has just listened to it on on Audible or Babbel or whatever platform <laughs> he uses. There you go, and. You know, I was fortunate many years ago to read it as a leadership group. We actually had a leadership retreat, and I looked over to my left, and there was Leif Babin, and uh, it was a great experience. But the book was very impactful. Cool. Tim, I mean, I mean, what what stood out to you? I know you were traveling, and you had it downloaded, and you know, we've talked about ownership and discipline, and you know, all the different elements that they talk about. Um, I think it falls right in line from us being in the trenches, from the trenches to the trenches. And when you read the book, um, you definitely know that they were uh, in the trenches for sure with yeah. their with their teams and, with, yeah. and for each other. Right. You know, the biggest thing that stood out for me is, you know, there's those things on our team, with our teams or with ourselves in life that seem to be that recurring problem or just something that hangs around we just don't deal with. And there's always an excuse. And he said, listen, as a leader and taking leadership in your life, There's no more excuses. You have extreme ownership is basically saying, if it didn't get done, it's my fault. If you're a leader and it didn't get done, it's no one else's fault. You know, interesting, David, he told the story. But they get into a friendly fire situation. Well, almost a friendly fire, which was one of the worst situations that any commanding officer could have, you know, had happen under him. I mean, you do not, I mean, so he talks about debriefing with, his commanding officer and then with the team, I mean, planning, putting slides together, looking at maps, how did this happen? I almost blew up a house that a Navy SEAL team was in. Almost called in an airstrike on a house that a Navy SEAL was using as cover. That's how bad the lines of communication had gotten crossed. So as he's looking for who was to blame, was it the Army? Was it the um, conventional troops? Was it the Navy SEAL team? Was it the Delta Force? Was it this force? Was it all these? He said, you know what? I couldn't come up. I couldn't figure it out. When it dawned on me, it was me. He said, I went into the room and I asked everybody, every, every lieutenant, officer, anybody in that room, whose fault was this, that this incident almost happened? And he said, one lieutenant stood up and said, sir, it was me. I had this piece and I had this and somebody else stood up. No, sir, it was me. 
And then somebody else said, no, it was me. He said, no, you're, that's not right. Sit, down, sit back down. He said, "Who?" somebody else said, sir, it, it was me. And he said, before long, I started realizing that the leaders in the room were all, were all coming forward, the true leaders. He said, and then I sat everybody down and said, no, every one of those responses were incorrect. Of course, you could hear Leaf's voice. He said, no, every one of those responses was incorrect. The person at fault for this today is me. He said, when I took that, I put my, I checked my ego. It was not about anybody else except it was about me. I had not communicated with somebody, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He said it empowered everybody to start contributing to how we never allow this to happen again, how we move forward. So I think for me, David, as, as a leader, as a sales leader, if my, if somebody's not putting the data in the CRM, if somebody's not making their outbound calls, if somebody's not on my sales gym call on Tuesday and Thursday that I have open to my team, if they're not there, it's not their fault. It's me. What am I going to do? What conversation am I going to have? What difficult conversation? It's on me. No more excuses. And dude, I was fired up. I was actually going to interview you this morning because you read it five years ago and I've seen you put these principles in. So what does extreme ownership mean to you? Well, I, you know, I, I think it, at its core, it's how we do take ownership of everything in our life. And it's easy, you know, to point fingers at other people. Um, corporately, it's easy to do that as well. If you're looking for constant improvement, if you're looking for, um, you know, continual evolution. As you know, Tim, uh, my one word personal mantra for this year is acceleration. Hmm. Uh, that that encompasses a lot of different things, but it, it's about being personally responsible for those around you. Now, in the story, though, and I believe from memory, these, of course, these buildings look very similar and they had just on their mapping and had taken, had zoned in on the wrong building. Fortunately, um, catastrophe didn't happen. But in the story of how it went around the room, and we've talked about leader is not a title. I mean, you can you know that from reading Simon Sinek. I mean, and and all leadership. You're, you're not yeah. leadership is not a title. We take leadership roles um, as a peer, as a lifting their their teammate up, not team member, mate. A teammate, another good teammate. teammate. And, and so you know, if you have if you create that safe zone for your people. We talk about that all the time. We talk about in the past when we were together, how how making a mistake and learning from it and naming it can be powerful. Though the personal ownership, being okay with saying, yep, I failed. I won't do it again. Or let's dissect it and dissect it not from a blame game, dissecting it from ensuring that this doesn't happen. How can we bring our teams up to speed faster and different so that this isn't a gray area? You know, you had talked about a couple of the points in the book that were impactful to you. Disciplines at the core, personal discipline, personal responsibility. Great book. Everyone needs yeah. to read it if you haven't. Yeah. I need to go find mine and look back at the notes. You got it. Before you take extreme ownership anywhere else, it 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 starts with it starts with me. It starts with what what my beliefs are for myself. Um, and am I setting my standards high? Or am I just accepting the status quo? Um, it's easy to it's easy to get by. You can get by very easily and, and do well for yourself in today's standards by just doing the status quo. 
I mean, do what your sales leader asks of you, and you're probably going to be ahead of the game because many don't. But is that all you want? Isn't there more? Could you lead more? Could you do better? Have you done your best? Somebody said, better your best. Every day, did you do your best? Now, can you better your best? And that's where I want to go, David. First, I think my, you know, for, for this, this year was stretch. You brought the word. I'm asking myself next year, how can I become a better leader? I think it's going to be evolve. I think, David, you, you coached me this morning and encouraged me. I think it's going to be evolve. Got to evolve here, we are, here we are mid-October, and we're already discussing what next year, what our years are going to be like and, and what's going to drive us. Acceleration drove me really well. Uh, for this year, I think that Tim, you know, part of our conversation before uh, having discipline and extreme ownership, sometimes that's saying no to things and, and we can't be effective and, and being okay with saying it. Like I, I can't do that right now. I can, cause I can't do it at my best. I can't take extreme ownership of it. Um, you know, we all get to points and, and you, especially Tim have a lot going on personally, professionally, you're growing, you're crushing it in all areas. We just had the summit. Uh, took a little break, which we'll do a podcast about that. Don't take too long a break because it's easier to just keep hey. doing something than to have to start consistency. Start, yeah. start over, and we're, we've learned no that rush, lesson. no rush, no rush, no pause, no rush, no pause. So I think part of extreme ownership and discipline is is the discipline to really assess what you can do. Now, to your point, Tim, if you're going to do it, you got to do it at your best, and, and you have to take ownership of that but it, taking ownership is also it's important to assess um what what things you can take ownership and communicate those that you really can't at a yeah. given moment yeah so being able to say no to something or not not right now ba boundaries and he also said something and i remember pe because physical exercise pe you know you have the pe exercise um so he said it's like this prioritize and execute. He said, if you're a leader, you will be overwhelmed. There, there's a lot demanding of you. You will be overwhelmed. He said, relax, look around, make a call. Relax, look around, make a call. And he said, in doing that, when you make the call, you have to first have prioritized and then go execute. So when you look around, you got to prioritize what's the most important thing and then go execute. So in your personal life, say no to things that might not need to be a priority for another quarter. It's not wrong to come back and visit something later, but what do you need to do to move the team forward? It's interesting, David, and he challenged me on this. He said he does not believe a leader can be effective with more than four to six people. Okay, I'm going to probably challenge you a little bit on this because I know they've given you just your coaching, you're doing so well, they've given you more and more people. He said, so if the leader is not first making other leaders and looking for the people in that team. So say you have a big team, who are you going to start delegating some leadership roles and responsibilities to? Because extreme ownership means, for instance, he gave this example, ineffective ineffective there's only two kinds of leaders ineffective and effective he said ineffective leaders ineffective leaders will say i have an open door policy i was like wait 
I've heard that and it sounds really good. But in his book, in his book, he, he attacks it and he says, we're not doing open door policies. He said, think about an open door policy. What does that say? It says I'm available or we think it does. He said, but everybody on your team knows you're busy. They know this. Let me ask you this. Instead of saying I have an open door policy, ask yourself, how engaged is my team with me? Are they coming to me? He said, chances are they're not. And as a leader, instead of an open door policy, you have to pick up the phone. You have to call them, check in with them, go schedule time on their calendar, sit down, because you want to know how is it going. You want to know where we're going to go. You're planning from the very, instead of putting your plan together, you're going to talk to them about your plan so that they cre it creates buy-in and ownership. And he totally flipped it around on me, David. I'm like, wow, I've always thought it sounded so good, open door policy. Well, got me there. Debunk, debunk. You're actually correct. You're actually correct. Those dynamic check-ins are, are super important. And we never think as a leader that we have enough time to do that. But but two minutes to five minutes can can make a world of difference in your relationship with your people and, and their enthusiasm. Uh, again, we I'm not a believer that anyone can motivate someone. Leaders merely create an environment where people motivate themselves. And I think that that's a good practice. Um, I've flipped the switch a little bit. I do have what is considered an open door policy. I tell those in huddle when I have some open time, I used to say, if you need something, come in and I'm, I'm available, put some time on my calendar. I flipped the switch a little bit to, hey, if you want to just drive by and spend some time, talk about something, collaborate. Uh, I haven't seen a, a huge upswing of, of success, at, you know, but again, with a lot of people, like not just four to six, like four times six plus a few. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but we have to make that time. We have to make that that time. And, you know, again, saying no, but having discipline, personal discipline, professional discipline, and take ownership of your life. It, it is, it's all up to you. Take ownership of your careers. Look inside, lean into someone, have a, have a mentoring, have an accountability relationship like, like Tim and I have. I, hey, that is the glue. So you talk about extreme ownership. That's great. There's times where all of us are going to, we're going to fall down. We're going to, we're going to trip up. We're going to make a mistake. When you have accountability in your life, that is the glue that ties commitment to results. So David, that's exactly right. So if you want to take extreme ownership, get somebody, get some accountability, look at your life and stop making excuses, prioritize and go execute. Go do something that's going to take your life and put it, start putting it on track in the right direction or take your life where you're at now and go to the next level. And check your ego, have humility, be humble. Check, check your ego, man. Dude, dude. This has been so strong. Hey, extreme ownership. When's the last time you looked at your book of business? When's the last time you looked at your pipeline? When did you dig in and say, listen, I've been sitting here waiting and waiting and waiting on this client. I'm hoping and hoping and hoping. Take some extreme ownership and go take it off the table for them. Say, hey, this uh, apparently this isn't a priority for you guys right now. How about we revisit next quarter, next year? Um, totally fine. I'm moving on. Now, you, you don't have to say exactly as blunt as I just said it, but get that mindset about you that yes, you, you do. don't have time to waste. Extreme yes, you do. ownership over your time. Yes, you do, Tim. Well, go I mean, be just blunt. Business. Go be blunt, David. I mean, you can be nice, <laughs> but not blunt. You can be direct. Uh, ooh. There's like between direct and, you know, but blunt works. See, this is what we do. This is what we do before we get on air, guys. Just back and forth. 
I'm a big I'm a big fan of taking it off the table because it again we've talked about a sales process you have to be on the same side of the table with someone if you're if you're on the other side yeah, it, yeah. it's just but, you, but the thing is it frees it frees you it frees you because you're spending a lot of mental bandwidth on that same thing same thing same thing if you've done your best and you've bettered your best and you've asked for the business and you've just be direct and take it off move on. And David, that's that's the extreme ownership in our in our pipelines. That's the extreme ownership of in our in our sales. Um, and the extreme ownership, set up some accountability, get on the phone. It's not about you. Like, stop getting so worried about like, oh, I don't know what to say. Like, David, you told me you're not that important, Tim. Stop, stop it. Stop. Just stop, stop, stop. Just get on the phone. Be human. Human center connection. Somebody just sent me the book in the mail. Human center connection. Just get on the phone. You have ways to help them. Take extreme ownership. Pick up the phone and call them. You're you're trying to craft that perfect email. Take extreme ownership. Just call them instead. Just call. Pick up the call. The cell phone. Call the leader. Listen. I'm not gonna waste your time. I got resources for you. When are we gonna move forward? Like if you, we took extreme ownership, David, I think we'd impress the whatever out of everybody, or we'd scare some people and probably weren't fits for us anyway. So let's roll. Let's move. Get some money. You, want to go run. you keep talking about running. You keep shopping for the perfect pair. Go put some running shoes on and go walk today and go jog tomorrow and go run the next day and just run half a mile and then run a mile. You want to exercise? Go exercise. If you want to exercise, you've been saying you want to exercise, you want to exercise, you want to exercise. You keep saying it. Turn this podcast off right now and go exercise. Or better yet, put your earbuds in. Listen to this podcast while you walk. Just take ownership for your life. You're going to better your life and the lives of others. By taking extreme ownership. In in Lee's case and in, in Jocko's case, they were saving lives of others because they took extreme ownership. They had to. So read the book. Take the extreme people around ownership. you. The people around you that you care about need you to take extreme ownership. They do. So, they do. I'm gonna go take some extreme ownership of my boys because I, I I hear them rustling in the background. So the troops. I think are one. Of, I think one of the girls rolled into. <laughs> hey man, great great time this morning, Tim. Um, hey, listen share lean in learn take ownership of your life send us your feedback what do you think about extreme ownership see you guys